Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit of Aya podcast. This is your host, Sarai Garbondi. Today is February 25th, 2018, and today we're talking about the legality of ayahuasca and the ayahuasca defense fund. And as I kind of stated in my post before, the legality of ayahuasca is kind of gray and it's kind of scary. (laughs) Um, Meaning there's a lot of known, but there's also a lot of unknowns. And just so you know, um, I think the ayahuasca defense dot com website is really good ayahuasca defense.com and these are people that have come together in regards to like the um ambiguousness around ayahuasca the um basically it's an advocacy group um to help people who have gotten trouble with ayahuasca um already to provide legal counseling and set them up with a lawyer who's informed about the law about ayahuasca to actually defend them in court um and so they actually have information on all countries on their website Um, Today, in terms of the podcast, we'll just be focusing on the United States in terms of legality and ayahuasca. Um, So let's just jump right in. So um, the part that makes ayahuasca tricky in the United States is the DMT. So the DMT is a Schedule 1 drug, um, and you can face some pretty crazy charges if you're caught you know, purchasing it, making it, um, ingesting it, all these different things. However, um, context is a really big thing when it comes to ayahuasca in terms of, um, you know, uh, using it for sacrament purposes. That's where it kind of, you know, it gets, it's, it becomes more positive. Um, you're less likely to, uh, quote-unquote get in trouble for it um, because you're using it for this purpose so the general situation according to the ayahuasca defense fund um, so ayahuasca which contains DMT is illegal to import consume possess sell and distribute in the United States two syncretic Christian churches have been granted exemptions to legally use it based on religious freedom the UDV through a Supreme Court ruling, the Santo Daime through a district court in the state of Oregon, and exemptions through the DEA in LA, uh, California, and the state of Washington. The DMT in ayahuasca is a scheduled one controlled substance regulated by the Controlled Substances Act. The statutory maximum punishment for possession or import of DMT or a substance found to contain DMT is 20 years imprisonment. There have been several legal incidents related to ayahuasca in the USA. However, so far, no person has been sentenced to prison for ayahuasca, but people have been arrested for it. Although the Native American church has an exemption from the CSA for the sacramental use of peyote, this exemption does not apply to the sacramental use of ayahuasca. So, some cases that it also goes over, there is a case from 2006. Um, just briefly, there was no charges filed, um, but they seized 30 gallons of ayahuasca intended for the UDV church in New Mexico, and 
they claimed that this was a violation of their right to religious freedom. And the UDV claimed its use of ayahuasca um, under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And after seven years of litigation, the Supreme Court found that the government's compelling interest in prohibiting the UDV's use um, of ayahuasca did not stand up to the strict scrutiny required by the RFRA, and therefore the UDV, once registered with the DEA, could use oops could use ayahuasca in their religious services throughout the U.S. So that's just one example um, of how that case went in 2006. I mean, I think case examples are really important, especially in terms of when the case happened and during what time. It's quite a long time ago, so um, that can kind of give you some perspective on cases back then versus now. Um, Let's see, I'm just kind of scrolling through this. Um, So there was a case in 2010 where a shaman was detained for possession of ayahuasca and was charged with the possession uh, with possession and intent to distribute DMT faced up to 20 years in federal prison so after five days that this happened he was receiving donations for his legal defense fund hired an attorney and charges against him were conditionally dropped on November 6, 2010. He was deported back to Colombia. Oh my God, that's really, really scary. Um, but you guys can see, this was back in 2010, so this is a really long time ago, but you can see just how insane this gets. You know, um, it's uh, in terms of like here people are wanting to heal and someone's getting thrown in jail for 20 years. I mean, that's just, ooh, thank God he was able to get out of it. So, um, so the general situation, kind of going back to that in the United States, um, the thing that is not changing is DMT being an illegal substance, a Schedule 1 controlled substance, and that is what is in the chacruna leaves, is DMT. And, um, so, and it says here in the USA, no one's been, um, sentenced to prison for ayahuasca, but people have been arrested for it. Um, so, let's see, and it's so it's great because you know some some churches as discussed before are being granted exemption because of their religious freedom so some might think based off of this that it's kind of like a blanket like oh if certain places are being granted this then all you know like on a federal level on, i'm sorry on a national level but that's not necessarily the case um it's it's such a sticky area and you really just have to be careful um when practicing 
with the medicine, um, when deciding to sit with it, you know, especially when you're in a group setting, you know, do you know the people that are there, um, have they, have they had no trouble so far, how long have they been open as, um, a church or a ceremony, um, do the people running the ceremony understand, like, the legal risk? Are they informing participants of the legal risk? I mean, all these things really should be reviewed with the church or, you know, if it's a church, great. If it's it's an affiliate, um, um, you know, are they informing people of, of how it could transpire? Um... So it's kind of like, it's just up to people at this point in terms of like, whether or not they're going to, um, participate. Um, it is a religious sacrament. So in terms of like, if you were charged for some reason, um, which I haven't, it didn't list any charges for people just simply participating. It looked like it was mostly for people who were like running churches, who were moving the medicine, stuff like that. It was, ooh, I don't even like saying moving the medicine. That like sounds kind of tainted. But, you know, um, basically like, I don't even know what the word is. I can't, I can't think of it. Um, uh, bringing the medicine to the people, you know, because the word transporting and like moving, like that's very drug culture. Uh, sorry, I just got tainted by reading that case, right? It's like all that legal terminology because the culture around ayahuasca isn't like recreational. And I think that's why it's important to continue to talk about it and paint it. Um, so, I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm even kind of like, uh, as I'm like doing this, I'm like, huh, I don't want to give the wrong information, but, um, it's like I was saying before, it's really gray. Um, I'm just reading this again. So for possession or import, that's 20 years. So I feel like that would be more risky to um, possess it or import it. Um, but it's also, I mean, let's not forget that it's also including consumption. So, but like I said before, it's uh, the UDV and the Santo Daime Church have been granted exemption. So, most places in the United States that are practicing ayahuasca will identify as either Santo Daime or UDV. So, if you're planning to practice with the church, I would just ask them about their history. Ask them if, you know, how... You know, has anything ever happened? Like, has the DEA ever... I think if you're going to do this, asking questions is going to make you more mentally secure. Um, and I also think it's like a personal preference, too. Um, so, and I think what we can say is, like, not... No one's been thrown in prison for, um, you know, 
simply practicing ayahuasca in a church, you know, but it's a, it's a case to case basis. And you kind of have to like use your intuition, I think in terms of like, if you don't feel safe doing something, then I, I wouldn't do it, you know, but if you feel safe and you're good, um, and people are reassuring you that everything's going to be beautiful and like, it's all good. Then, you know, I know here in Tucson, the people who run the church, like they're super chill. Um, they've been practicing for a really long time. Nothing has ever happened, you know? So the history with the church is very sacred and there hasn't been tainted with any like, um, legal injustice, that sort of thing. So, and the, in, in that case, like it's very trusting, um, you know, and then you have like churches where like the, I don't know, like DEA, like people got arrested or, um, that sort of thing. But then you also have churches like in Florida where they've been asked to apply for exemption. The DEA invited them to apply for exemption. So it's like, yeah, it's very conflicting and confusing. And I think this is just all in the mists of ayahuasca becoming a sacred medicine. And I think now is probably the safest time than ever to engage and practice and, and be okay with it because there's, there's more education in regards to it. Um, lawmakers are understanding that it's not like, you know, it's, it's not recreational, it's ceremonial, all these different things. So, um, I can go on and on about the gray area and, you know, just doing what's best for you. But ayahuascafund.com, that seems to be, has a lot of um, information if that is what you wish to look up. Um, so I will do a reading um, from Archangel Power Tarot Cards by Doreen Virtue. So, okay. So I pulled the eight of Ariel. It says, take great pride in your excellent work. Practice makes perfect. Consider getting additional education or training. So whatever it is that you are working towards and you are putting a lot of consistency and work into, um, you're doing a really good job and just keep going. And maybe there is some need for consultation or getting more information or, or just additional training. So, um, if you have any add-ons with this legal stuff, feel free to call me in. Um, and I want to thank you for listening. I will see you guys back here tomorrow, February 26th, 2018. And I hope you guys have a good day.